Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, Horseman's Law of Project Management, Part 4. Hi everyone, this is Mike, and welcome back. And today, welcome to the final installment of our series on project management, or Horseman's Law of Project Management. I know you're waiting for the end of all this, so here we go. Now my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> I, I and many executive friends of mine, we love deadlines, right? So yes, the part we're talking we about do. here is buy when, right? Who yeah. does what buy what? So they're real. And this is one of the reasons I love them is they're easily measured, right? I can, yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. So I can get a report and I can see all the deadlines and yeah. I can see who made them and who didn't make them. Yeah. And, and it just it proves how simplistic executives are. We're kidding here a little bit that they don't even want to see the dates. They just want to see a color. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to say you're kidding because I'm actually probably uh, 90% not kidding. I mean, that that is the dates are only a way of determining whether or not it's red, green or yellow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That's that's all I can deal with. Everybody knows in virtually all situations what deadlines they have to meet and on what work. You know, executives think they go, well, there's the work, the person doing it, there's the deadline. If today's the deadline, looking at my watch, yeah, today's yeah. the deadline, <laughs> work's not done, I guess the issue is the person. Yeah. For executive sponsors, deadlines are a little like one of the variables in an equation becoming not a variable, exactly. but a known quantity. I have all the other variables, and the only one that's not acting is the person. Yeah. Yeah, deadlines are fixing, right? It's like take, taking that three-variable equation and turning it into a two-variable equation. That's easy. Makes things easier, right? Yeah. Ever notice how when computers are figuring things out in a movie, they they show this string of numbers flashing by with yeah. one numeral at a time <laughs> gradually being revealed? Uh, it just kills me every time. Yeah, it's like a string of like 12 numbers, right? 12 numerals. Exactly. And when one gets revealed, the others start getting solved? Yep. Yep. Less variables make for easier problem solving. Yeah. And and look, let, let's be clear about it, right? Deadlines totally drive behavior. Executive guys like you know that everyone knows that they're supposed to do something by a certain time. They totally feel comfortable expecting deadlines to help us prioritize our work. They don't expect us to be working on task B when task A is due today and task A hasn't been reported as being done yet. As we said earlier, if you've ever been on a team that meets monthly, you know the other extreme of deadlines driving behavior. Long deadlines drive long behavior, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the longer the task, the greater the delay. Ooh. Think about it. If you have a three-week-long task, and on the last day you discover it's going to miss the deadline, unless you're tracking percent completion, which we do not recommend. Right. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Your project is now three weeks behind. If you've missed a deadline, it's a three-week task, it could be another three weeks. And it's even more than that, right? Because the next task has to be done too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So your project is always at risk of being as far behind as the longest task you have in your project. Yeah. I mean, any experienced project manager 
can recount endless tales of tasks that were two weeks long, you know, ninety percent complete for three months. Yeah, yeah, we're ninety percent there. We're ninety percent. Yeah, ninety okay. percent. Yeah, we're fine. We're yeah. fine. It was a two week task. Okay, we're now in month two. I wonder if they discovered that after asking, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> yeah, hey, how's it going? I yeah, love it. And you know, I want to I go back to the how's it going. There's nothing wrong. You're responsible for the project. You're responsible for the deadlines. You're responsible for the work getting done. There's nothing wrong with saying, are you done? You can joke a little bit when people say, well, in your head, we should all be thinking any answer to a yes or no question that starts with the word well is going to be a bad answer. Or we know it's not going to be yes. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That point there about your project always being at risk of being as far behind as the longest task you have in your project leads us to our next point where we suggest Depending upon the project, this this is a generalization, but we recommend that no task be longer than a week. Now, that assumes that you're comfortable being a week behind. If you're on a tight project, it's a two week ta- a two week project. Yeah, that's a and it's got to yeah. be done on time. Then you can't have a, a, a task in there that's longer than a day. Right, exactly. But for the vast majority of projects that we're talking about, one week makes sense. Right. Too many project managers have big tasks tasks that are literally months long, get rid of them. And at least one expert saying, you can't break that one down. You can't. Well, that's crazy. People do, you know, people don't work two months at a time. They actually come to work in the morning and yeah. they go home at the end of the day. And they have actually, any, any case. Even even though we don't want them to go home at the end of the day, we just want them to stay at their desk and keep working. Right? We do, but. Yeah, we do. That's another cast. I know. So get rid of them, shorten them. Turn a month-long task into four week-long tasks with four deadlines and four deliverables, yep. or even five four-day-long tasks. Regardless, the longer the task, the more opacity your project has, and opaque projects are dangerous. Yeah, and everybody on the team feels it, knows it. They see that big task, and they go, ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. During that period of time, things are not going to be good around here. Yeah, it's not ma- a, a two-month-long pro- uh, task is not manageable. It's not. It's not. Yeah. You, you're essentially saying, I've got a huge, unmanageable resource destroyer or consumer at some point in my project. And it slows everybody down. It just, you, you can feel project teams just slow down when, when one person or two people are working on some eight week long task. And it's just like that month thing. They're not going to start on day one of that eight week long task working on the eight week long task. They're going to delay. They're going to use that. In fact, that big, long task becomes a buffer for all the other tasks that happened before it. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, to be fair, we, we say no task longer than a week, right? And let's just, just touch on, I think we've already made this point, but the reason we choose a week is easy. That's how long most of us can handle keeping a task or our work in our short-term memory. Most of us today, all other things being equal, tend to work on those tasks, those deliverables that are due this week. We don't mean to suggest here that we've substituted management by urgency rather than by importance. We're not. We know that this is how most folks manage their workload. I'm not saying it's ideal. We'd much rather have people focus on what's important rather than what's urgent. But it is true and widespread, and we want to be clear we're teaching real things to real people. We believe further that failing to meet deadlines simply worsens what we already know to be an inefficient approach to our work. If we miss deadlines, the tendency to manage with more urgency rather than importance only gets worse. So we recommend short deadlines, or rather, put it differently, more atomized tasks, right? We, We just break your task down into smaller and smaller tasks. 
increasing the likelihood that importance can take priority over urgency. And even if we drive behavior that misses deadlines, we're only going to be a week behind at worst, and we can recover. So again, we strongly recommend no task having a deadline longer than one week, five working days from its inception. Spending time atomizing tasks, breaking them down early on in your project is far better than discovering how far behind one task can make you when you miss the deadline. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that having done that, that you'll, you'll never miss a deadline. Don't miss. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah. Yeah. And the key point here is blown deadlines require new deadlines immediately. Yeah. In fact, this is my favorite part of this cast. There's a lot of stuff here. I know it's long, but this is stunning to me. It is amazing to me. And I know to you too, that this principle is not talked about, not shared, not taught, not made into an entire course in the PMI Institute. I'm, I'm not lobbying for that. Horseman's Law of Missed Deadlines. A missed task deadline creates a task with no deadline and tasks without deadlines always get completed by the deadline. All you have to do is wait. If we as project managers allow a deadline to be missed and then don't address that directly with the responsible team member, what might the team member assume? Well, here's what he assumes. That deadline must not have been very important. Even though I know that every deadline is important, I know it, and a decaying past deadline is inherently worse every second, hey, if there appears to be no management energy around that deadline, I'm going to do what I've always done, and that is work on my next deliverable based on my next nearest deadline sometime due in the next week. Now, look, we're not saying that that approach that people have on our teams is effective, but we know it's real. When a deadline is missed, we must address it with a new deadline immediately. And, and we'll talk about how, how you have that conversation in a future cast. We'll talk about uh, the protocol for that. But we can tell you this. The new deadline will be shorter than most managers would assume. And it'll certainly be shorter than the entire length of the first task, whatever it was. It was five days before. We're not going to give them five more days. I'm amazed by this. Deadlines get missed all the time, and there's no new deadline set. And this doesn't just apply to project management. It applies to management in general. Okay, we missed the deadline. Okay, we are where we are. I love you, man. And hey, can I give you some feedback? When you miss a deadline, here's what happens. I have to. We have to spend time talking about it, and other people get delayed and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, I, I think it happens because some managers mistakenly, I believe, um, believe that that there is an urgency associated with the missed deadline. So, for example... If this task was due last Friday, and say today's Tuesday, that somehow leaving the deadline set to last Friday creates a sense of urgency on the part of the person responsible for that task. Yeah. And in fact, it does not. Yeah. I think, you know what? I think you're right. I think you're you're actually, you're hitting on something that could, I could, I could have, we could have talked about this. You're making it more effective because, because yeah. People assume the man, the project manager assumes that the decaying nature of the deadline increases the urgency when in fact the lack of project manager attention on it is greater an impact and that decreases the sense of urgency faster than the decay increases it. So yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I think the pain associated with missing a deadline 
is, in fact, missing the deadline. Once you've missed it and you don't have a new deadline, the pain has already been paid. You've already, it's gone. You've already paid the, you already paid the cost associated with missing that deadline. And until you set a new deadline, there is no additional pain, if you will, associated with that task. I'm already right. late, so what does it matter? No, create a new deadline. That's going to reestablish a sense of urgency around that task. Yep. Good point. Okay. Now, our next point is shorter deadlines are resisted, but they are incredibly effective. Yes, they are. You know, Parkinson's law, not the original one, but the modern version is that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. If you want to create a sense of urgency around a task, shorten the deadline. If it's a possibility that it could be two weeks or you might be able to do it in one week, well, pick one week. Create a sense of urgency around a shorter te- deadline. Now, folks are going to resist you. That's for that's for sure. Yep. But everything in my experience says that if you set the longer the longer deadline, guess what? It's going to take the full two weeks. Yep. When it could have taken a week. Yeah. Now, look, we totally agree. We completely respect that many experts from the technical side, or even from the creative side, or engineering, or development, whatever. We totally respect that people believe that short deadlines create lower quality, right? We read somewhere that some, that you must never reward a met deadline because that's what people are supposed to do, which is completely ludicrous if taken at face value. But really, folks, the fact is shorter deadlines do not reduce quality. Focusing on deadlines to the exclusion of the quality measurement associated with the task being completed does reduce quality. But that's not a problem with deadlines. That's a problem with quality. Look, we're not advocating project managers saying, I don't care whether it works or not. I want to meet the deadline. And by the way, they do that all the time. The fact is, doing that is an inherently unethical position. Because a task that does not meet quality standards is not complete, even if it comes in before the deadline. Yeah, quality standards is just part of the standards of the task, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. So I think that's it, right? Who does what by when? That's the that's that overarching point that we've been making, right? So there's one additional point we got to, we have to cover here before we end this, at least this this first set of cast on yeah. project management. And that is that project management is management. All the things we've been talking about in manager tools, they apply to project managers as well. Yep. Same basic things. For one, you got to hold one-on-ones with your team members. For the same reasons you do one-on-ones as a manager, quote-unquote manager, you do one-on-ones with your team members when you're a project manager. And we're not going to cover one-on-ones, one-on-ones here, but, you know, if you're a project manager, you still have to have relationships with your folks, and relationships come with frequent communications about what is important to the individual, and you do that through one-on-ones. Yep. And then secondly, just like managers, you give feedback. And this is probably, in my mind, this is the one of the biggest failures of project managers, which is they don't give feedback to their folks routinely and frequently. Yep. And there is no excuse for listeners of manager tools because you have the tool to do so. And unfortunately, nobody teaches this stuff out there other than here. But this feedback model is what allows project managers to give feedback to their team members routinely. Yeah. 
Look, project management is just plain old management. The fact that some of the tasks that some of the tasks that a group you're supervising are responsible for happen to be linked together in something called a project doesn't change the fundamental principles that drive work within a professional organization. The best work done on projects is done the same way that the best work is done on non-projects. Relationships, open communication, regular communication about performance, right? If you're already a manager, you've got all the stuff you need to get it done, right? So, okay, but but let's do a couple of reminders quickly, right? You mentioned one-on-ones. We recommend one-on-ones for project managers too, not just for managers, but for project managers. Yeah, it's harder. You're going to have more pushback, and we'll roll out some casts specific to project management one-on-ones, and there, there are some changes. Other managers will push back a little bit. But sitting down once a week with each of your project team members and finding out status and issues and family stuff, that's how projects succeed. When we talk to really successful project teams, they talk about how well they knew each other and how high standards were, like, like you mentioned with Hassan. Project one-on-ones are not distractions, although people will say, you know, gosh, I, I actually have work to do here. Don't you understand? They are real-time project status updates. And they're also great for being accurate in terms of forecasting based on how people are doing and where they are on tasks and so on. And it's fairly, it's 99%, no, maybe 90% like our standard one-on-ones. Once a week, regularly scheduled, rarely missed, 30 minutes long, they go first, you take notes, questions, answers, notes. (laughs) Not rocket science. No, not at all. And then look, and then feedback. You mentioned feedback. If you're going to be responsible for the performance of a team delivering on a project, you have an obligation to communicate with them about their performance. The smallest, most actionable, and most palatable form of performance communication is behavioral feedback delivered regularly. And as you said, we've got a way to do that. And if you don't want to wait until we roll out some of those casts specific to project management, you can go back to our basics cast and um, basics our, 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 our thread of basics cast, which talk about one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, and so on. Excellent. And I think that ends it, doesn't it? I think that ends it for this one. Yeah. So we just basically what we did was we covered some background. We went over the basics of who does what by when because people are important and tasks are important and deadlines are important. And those are the crux of what makes great projects. And then we made our final point, which is project management is just management, which means you do one-on-ones and you do feedback and so on. Good. All right, my friend. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more to say about project management in the future. And again, my apologies. I'm sorry this one is so long. I know there was multiple parts to it, I'm sure. And we simply did not want to look back 20 years from now and say, oh, we only did three or four casts on project management. It's not that simple. It is not. Yeah, there's. Yeah. that's why there's a whole industry around it. Yes. All right, my friend. Thanks, partner. See you. All right, folks, that's it for Horseman's Law and Project Management. Now, it's been a while since I've mentioned registration on manager tools, so let me do it now before we go on. You know, Mark and I have recorded over 200 podcasts at this point. And because of the bandwidth constraints on the number of podcasts that we can put into a single feed for general consumption, we limit the RSS feed to 61 podcasts. However, for registered members, which by the way is completely free, we provide a special feed that contains all the podcasts. Yep, not having to go to the website to find the podcast, download it to your PC and the rag and iTunes, your Zoom or whatever. Believe me, this is the way to get all the podcasts. 
To sign up for free and get the special feed, simply go to the website, www.managertools.com, and use the registration link on the left-hand side of the homepage. After signing up, you'll find instructions for subscribing to the complete podcast feed on the RSS feed section of the website. And again, you'll find a link to that on the left-hand side of the homepage. For those of you who want to download all the casts simply and quickly, this is the way to go. All right, folks, hope that helps, and we'll see you all again next week. So long.